Working too hard. Trying to make a living. Hustling all day. I've had all that I can take. Gotta get away. I'm reaching my limit. Got to find a way to take it easy on me. It's Cobra! This week, on Nothing Good! Gets them every time. Oh. <laughs> Went deep on that. I'm not even cutting that out. That's fucking cold. Fuck. That was David Donald's spoken word. Cobra, 1986. Thank went you very much. On that one. He went just a little too deep. How, how deep? Pretty deep. Pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, goddamn. Uh, nothing good. Yeah, nothing Welcome good. Welcome back, everybody. Yes, yes. Here we are. It's another wonderful episode where dave has almost lost his sense of self and worth here oh my god <clears throat> you should it, like okay so first of all if there's a camera here he is almost beat red uh, he's <laughs> crying he's crying yes i i i went i went deeper than i think i've ever gone before on that one and on my throat i feel like i like my like my throat like touched the sides it's like, kind of like nah! it's like your gag reflex oh, in college Oh my god. A little too deep. A little bit too deep. So, all that laughter you just heard, it's about the fucking end because we're going to talk about this stupid ass movie. (laughs) All right. Behind the curtains, ladies and gentlemen, we, as always, we sit back and we try to figure out what we're going to cover. We go, you know, and and Jeff had the idea, oh, let's watch, let's cover like a a shitty 80s action film. Like, okay, cool. That's a real movie. We're trying to come up with something. We're good at that. I I, I thought, you you know what movie I've never seen ever, but I've seen the VHS cover of it. A thousand times growing up, Cobra, and I'm like, so I just posed the idea in the in the group chat, and everybody said that's that's a good idea. I think Dave was the only one who had seen it prior. <clears throat> I I had, and I had to I had to think because we we had proposed three movies to possibly discuss here as part of this episode. Uh, it was uh, Commando, Cobra, and Over the Top, and I'm like, which is the worst of these three movies? I've I've seen all three of them. I was like, oh, Cobra, yeah, yeah, Cobra. Because you know, it's it's fucking ridiculous as over the top is. Um, over the know. top is, it's not good. No, it's, it's not far good. from good. Oh, it's far from good. But it's entertaining. Yeah, it's it's one of those like it's so bad it's good. I'm this gonna turn my hat around. Cobra is not that. No, <laughs> it's just bad. No, um. <clears throat> I the best way I could describe this movie is if you went to like a high school or a middle school today that had like a film club and you said, hey, why don't you go ahead and write a satire of every 80s action movie that you could come up with? This is what they wrote. And they made this for real in in 1986. And it was not written by a child. It was written by Sylvester Stallone. Academy Award winning screenwriter. Who was a big star. This is post Rocky. Like, he post Rambo, post first, Rocky, first blood. This is Ram, post Rambo, Rocky. This is after Rocky yeah. Four. 
Yeah, he they, could have done he whatever seen, he, he ended wanted. The Cold War. <laughs> he could have right? done whatever he wanted, and um, this is what we got. So I'm gonna okay. So the okay. The best part about this is so I was getting that. All right. When okay. So when I'm like okay, what kind of movie we're looking and the ideas are coming out and I'm like oh Cobra. I'm like I. I remember the visual of Stallone standing, the sunglasses on, the like the black. It's and, iconic. Yeah, and I'm like, I've just never seen it, and that is odd because growing up, my dad was all about, you know, it's always when I'm talking, it's always about uh, renting really intense action films, blah 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 blah. But I'd never seen it. And there's a reason why, because I'm pretty sure he saw it once and said never fucking again. Yeah. But more importantly, when I was deciding on the movie. I was looking at the synopsis because there are some moves I've never seen before, but this one specifically, I'm like, well, let's see what this is even about. So I read the synopsis. And I shall read it out loud to you, dear listener. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not made up. This is the actual real synopsis of this movie. Los Angeles policeman Lieutenant Marion Cobra Cobretti, played by Sylvester Stallone, finds himself at the center of a spate of murders carried out by a secret society called New Order killers who select weak members of society for extermination i'm gonna cut it right fucking there okay so if you've never seen this film before you read that synopsis you go well that sounds actually kind of interesting like holy shit uh secret society weak members killing people members of of of, of civilization who are weak only the strong can survive Sign me the fuck up. But the best part about it is, the fucking punchline is here, gents, you don't hear about any of this shit till like the last fucking five minutes of the movie. Oh my god. The whole fucking thing is, and it's like, it was like, it was like, like, shoehorned in at the end of the script. It had to have been. Because you don't learn anything about these bad guys outside of they're just fucking murderers. Yeah, they're like, remember when we told you it was about that? Yeah, we should probably put that in the movie. Like, if they'd have mentioned this and, and, or had any exposition within the first 15 minutes, so I actually gave a shit about these Just people. Just some substance would be good. And Instead of the bad guy, who was also the Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which uh, fucked me up a I lot. Got, I got that note. Oh, yeah. We all have that right up. Yeah, we all have that note. <laughs> I kept going, why does that guy look so fucking familiar? And I went, oh, wait, it's the guy from X-Files, the, the, the alien guy. And I went, oh, no, it's fucking him. <laughs> I can't get away from this son yeah, of a bitch. Yeah, he's been in, like... I don't know, probably 40 or 50 movies as, like, a no-name, like, thug or villain. And it's like, oh, Shao Kahn. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> so, so uh, okay. That and the Night Slasher. Now, uh, before we get into this, what are we drinking tonight, folks? Uh, I am drinking a beer called Opposite Bane, uh, which is made by Hitchhiker Brewing right down the street from us. Uh, they have a... One of their flagship beers is called Bane of Existence, which is a, a hazy IPA. And Opposite Bane is a different version of that beer made with different hops. So that's not what I had in my head when you said Opposite Bane. I think. Were you thinking Batman? <clears throat> what kind of beer are you drinking today, Jeff? <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> is it Opposite Bane? Okay. See, when I think of office, Opposite Bane, I think of a skinny guy. Working in an office, still wearing the mask. <laughs> He's always on time for work and gets his projects done early. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He I does like not it. blow up planes or football no. fields. No. 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 Um, so yeah, you're drink- uh, Mac. What are you drinking? Well, in um, in light of uh, some beautiful product placement in this movie that you'll see in the first, you know, about ten minutes, I'm drinking a Coors Original from uh, Golden, classy. Colorado. <clears throat> I am. Are the mountains blue? 
not at this point in time because technology and aluminum cans haven't quite reached the point of whether they could turn blue or not if they were the proper temperature. Um, but um, but in some very nice product placement in this movie uh, between Coors and There's Pepsi. A ton of it. Oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I am having a Windridge Cider Company cider. Switching it up a little bit. It's honey and lavender. Oh. And it's very tasty. That is fancy as fuck mm-hmm. for this show. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, I'm 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 really going uh, um, basic. My last couple of beers <laughs> on the show. Yeah, so. you're you're one step away from Miller High Life, the oh champagne of beers. Oh, I mean that might have next to be week the next, on nothing. That good. might have to be next week. You guys laugh. You guys. We're are... all gonna toast the champagne of beers. That's right. So where do we start with this? Uh, uh, I don't really know where to start. I have one note that I would like to make that I think could start this off. This was a novel. Yeah, it was based off. Uh, this was written. based off of an actual book. I want to find the book <laughs> because after watching this movie, I have to see what this was actually supposed to be about. But <laughs> um, how about a little bit of history on the Shones? Um, in, in a previous episode of the podcast, uh, available in the archives, by the way, um, we covered a uh, a classic '80s buddy comedy action flick. Uh, that some of you may have heard of, called Beverly Hills Cop. And, and in that uh, episode, as we were kind of digging deeper, so deeper, deep. ever so deep. It's still going. Still still deep. That's why Dave was choking earlier. <clears throat> I was. That they, I, yeah, yeah. I was, I was way deep on that one. A uh, little too deep. Too it was deep. More, that was more than just the <laughs> tip. his eyes water was on that more one. more than was just the tip much. on that one. Um, it's good to know what your gag reflex is, guys. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> the face Jones made was just great. Just Jeff's, Jeff's laughing and Joan just went. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm not, not mad. A, I'm just disappointed. That yeah, was like yeah, the face not he a good made. Way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for those of you that uh, may or may not know, Sylvester Stallone was originally the person cast to play Axel Foley uh, in Beverly Hills Cop, and um, part of the reason why that did not work out. Uh, if you go back to that episode of the archive, is that he had substantial ideas and rewrote most of the script uh, that the studio looked at and said, it's going to be way too much money for us to do what you want to do with this movie. I don't think that's the direction we want to go in. We're going to go in another direction. Yeah, not only that, he stripped <clears throat> all the comedy out of it. All it of was it. Just, it was like, it was just straight 80s action. Yeah. It was yeah. like the Beverly Hills Cop version of Fast and the Furious is basically what he wanted to make. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. So they brought on Eddie Murphy. He took his ideas from his version of Beverly Hills Cop and wrote the screenplay. For Cobra. For Cobra. And this is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. And this is what we got. And and for those that made Beverly Hills Cop, I just got to say to you, it's a good change. <laughs> it was a good change. <laughs> So, uh, because as we covered the dumpster match uh, in our previous episode on WrestleMania 14, this movie is, for lack of a better term, a dumpster fire. I kept, That's generous. I kept so I watched this with with, with <clears throat> my wife, uh, and <laughs> I kept saying out loud over and over again. I wrote it a couple times down, like the audacity of this film. How dare they? What? I, <laughs> like, how, who the fuck do they think they are trying to pull uh, this shit off? It's such a bad way. Oh. Uh, I had a very, I have a very similar note to that Jones, but it's more fuck this movie. <laughs> like, 
not the audacity of them, but is it, you'll 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 see a theme as we kind of go in my comments. There's a lot of fuck this or fuck that thing or yeah. fuck this thing fuck all because of it. that was to me the prevailing theme in this thing is like the utter disregard they have for anything that exists in this world from this movie um, is just all over the place. So, okay. It was really challenging to watch this and take notes. <laughs> First thing I wrote was, what is this? Because the beginning is kind of cool, actually. Like, it's the red, like, lighting. It is a weird filter they've got going on the camera. The best... Fu- oh, it's the, intense. The best part is, I'm sitting there watching this. All right, folks, listen. Watch this fucking movie. It's on HBO Max. It's worth your time. If you have HBO, just fucking watch it. To yep. Just laugh at this bull. Because some of the stuff that we're going to talk about... It, you have to have seen this to understand how ridiculous it's it actually is. It's going to be far more ludicrous when you actually watch the real thing <laughs> than us describing this to you. The, like, the intro, I swear, is like three minutes long. It is. And I'm like, watch this dude on the fucking motorcycle. I'm thinking it's fucking Cobra the whole time, and it's just not him. No. It's just mm-hmm. some random-ass thug who just who just decides to shoot up a, 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 a supermarket. Which, by the way, I, I specifically had at a point in there that he's shooting the peanuts... He shoot the goddamn produce. Somebody stopped the damn match. Somebody. Listen, I felt bad for those produce. Those goods. <laughs> you, you having worked in a retail grocery store. Who's going to clean that up? You're like, this is I'm cleaning up that shit. Somebody <laughs> has to take care of this, and I don't want it to and be then, me. Fucking Cobretti, the, the, the audacity of him to sip a fucking Coors in the middle of it. Who the fuck? Who Ooh, are you? Whoop, there it is. Yeah, I see the camera yeah. there. Um, but like... So this was this brings me to my very first note that I have of the movie after, you know, life was better when grocery store clerks wore bow ties. I no. You shut your fucking mouth. No, it, it's true. I mean, they... You shut... I will bagging, fight you. He was bagging groceries and looked classy as fuck he was doing a, it. He was a grown-ass a, man in a would, bow tie. That's yeah. a store I'm going to. Would you have wanted to wear a bow tie when we worked at Toys R Us it's back in the day? It's not a grocery store. It doesn't fucking matter. Store. Would, you, would you have done it? I'm not buying prime rib at Toys R Us. They, <laughs> but there is a Toys R Us commercial in this fucking movie. There is. There is. I was like, holy shit, it's the fucking oh giraffe. Oh my god. Um, so, um, it was... Fuck those melons. That's going to be something you're going to hear me say a lot, but we're going to just replace the, um, the noun. We're going to replace the noun at the end of fuck those. Because <clears throat> with utter disregard for life, that fucking criminal goes in there and just goes to town on those melons. Um, and like you said, Jones, who's going to clean that up? Not you know me. what? I'm telling you, if a fucking psycho comes into my grocery store and shoots up the peanuts and the melons and everything else... Um, once that hostage situation's over, <laughs> not coming to work tomorrow. <laughs> you're, you're not coming I in. quit. <laughs> you're not coming in. Take uh, your fucking, fun fun take fact. Your fucking the uh, the Cinemax version of Cobra also has him going to town on the melons. Oh, hey. oh. and it's a dip. You know what? The, the porn version of Cobra is still called Cobra. <laughs> can I? <laughs> can I? To be honest with you, I was really dis- I was expecting this is like 1980 fucking. It, this <clears throat> movie is so peak 80s. It's absurd. There was no titty chewing. No, nah, none. I was real. I expected full on, you nope. know, silhouette in the moonlight. No nipple play. <laughs> well, <laughs> none of it. So, so, there might be. There might be. As I was doing a little bit of research no, on this. No, we watched it. There isn't. No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> as I did a little. No, re- we watched it. <laughs> as I did a little research on this, apparently there is a version of Cobra that does exist. That is 40 minutes longer 
and is rated X. What? I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Yo, I am not kidding. We have got to find this. <laughs> we have to find it. What if what if we went to watch Cobra and Dave only watched that version? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's like, this movie was way better than you guys right, were giving credit for. There's a ton of titty <laughs> There's a lot of titty chew. I don't know what you guys watched, but it was fucking Stallone's great. Stallone's and Bridget's. Oh They're god. both right. all the titties That's were being right. chewed. <laughs> there probably were titties chewed. Uh, behind the scenes, the, the film as it was being filmed was uh, heavily delayed. And apparently Stallone went on a number of tirades uh, demanding that production move along faster. And uh, the director accused him and uh, Bridget Nielsen of fooling around and him spending too much time uh, showing off his muscles to the security crew. And he was like, okay, that's fair. I'll, that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he got me there. So apparently he cleaned up his act after that and they were able to get back to shooting. This movie cost $25 million yep. to make. It's, it, oh. I don't know where that money went except for <laughs> I like have, two action scenes. I have no idea. <laughs> but somehow, it made $160 million. It's still considered, It was still considered a dis- disappointment because it was following fucking Rambo. It's true. Yeah, it was. Yeah, this was. I mean, so this movie First comes blood. out. Yeah, this movie comes out, ladies and gentlemen, at a time after Rocky IV. And after two Rambos, if I remember correctly, right? We had Rambo and, and First Blood come out, right? At this point, I think? Uh, I don't know if Rambo <laughs> 2 came out after 86. I know First Blood was definitely before 86. I'm going to check real quick here. Because first, there's First Blood Part 2, right? Yeah. That was also directed by yeah. George yes. Cosmatos. That was after this one. Let's see here. Um... George Cosmatos, also <clears throat> a movie that Dave loves fucking tombstone i know he directed that, tombstone that, can you believe I, that I, I oh my god that, that's pretty cool. that that really hurt. i was like if you look at cobra <laughs> then you look at tombstone like, you're like how is that the you same know fucking how? guy a shitty script do you know ugh, god i will do it I'll i get him every time i i was convinced that the reason this movie was as bad as it was was because of the directing and then i saw that he made tombstone and it really it really hurt me no uh first blood <laughs> cut me deep it really did <laughs> no we got we got uh, Rocky three in eighty two. First Blood was eighty two. Staying Alive eighty three. Uh, Rhinestone was eighty four. Rambo First Blood Part two eighty five. And Rocky four was eighty five. So both of these, this movie's coming in hot after probably the peak Sylvester Stallone yeah. that there is going to be in this planet, right? So yeah, it makes sense that Cobra do one hundred and sixty million dollars because it's. Stallone is probably one of it's the biggest It's just a draw names. from Stallone. Oh, it's an alone. absolute huge draw because there's nobody else in this movie. No. No, no there's no. not. No. The Shao Kahn. He's in the movie. Yeah. And the dude who plays like the he annoying mayor in New left. York in every fucking movie he's in. He played Rudy Giuliani in, in <laughs> yeah. the um, um, Bombshell movie, which was kind of weird. But yeah. So um, you're getting you're getting quite a quite a, a hot Stallone here at this point in time. Um so we start off with the inciting event, which is going to be, it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know what the fuck you'd want to call it. <laughs> he just goes in and just starts shooting groceries. 
So yes. they and then he randomly <laughs> just shoots a dude in the back with a shotgun. After telling him to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can go. You know what? It'll be fine. If you just want to go out there and tell everybody I'm shooting up the produce. Yeah. And then as he goes outside, he's like, you know what? I'm going to fuck your day up and shoot you in the yeah. back. So, mind you, there's still no context to this. It's just None. some guy. Right. Right? Right. We still don't know who the villains are, what their motivations are. They were in a room clanking axes. Mm-hmm. They don't even kill anybody with axes. No. They just have a whole... That's a, a lot of axes it was a to lot have of in axes, one room. Right? Yeah, it was a lot of axes. This movie makes no sense. Um, it was it was basically three minutes of a guy on a motorcycle in a very red sunset. <laughs> More red than I've ever seen. Cut in and out of people in a in a concrete room. <laughs> the new world cult Clank- that we don't know about yes. till the end. Just it's clanking very, axes. It's very jarring. Right. Guess who wrote that? So we have the new world cult, which <laughs> we, they don't really talk about. Right. And then so dudes shooting up the grocery store so they're like call in cobra well swat got there real fast anybody notice how like unnecessarily fast and my favorite part about this is that they had fucking snipers on top of the building that was occupied by the gunman 1986 baby like 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 there's they were literally (laughs) reaching over the edge (laughs) of the building And they get, maybe get a shot at the him. rifles. Like we're gonna get a yeah. shot of this guy. <laughs> it's like that. Meanwhile, in the in the the the, the mini mart where this grocery store is, they've already got guns on the door. But no, they had at least four dudes on top of the Yo, building occupied. The fucking national guard has shown up, but they ain't doing shit. So you know what they no. do? They send in Sly. We're calling in Cobra. <laughs> like, they send in one guy. And you know, Cobra had like Stallone has like this little like soliloquy like right at the beginning of the movie, and I was like, what? accent is he using i don't know nobody I don't knows know. his, his I don't it, think the way he he's knows. enunciating is annoying oh me the God. whole time he's like i can't even do <laughs> yeah i'm the problem i'm the cure like what it's like he's trying to be cool but not cool but aloof but yeah. not aloof and he just needs to shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> do you know why it's because this is where the loss stops and he starts. That's where he oh, starts. That's right. God damn. Zombie squad. The zombie. Uh... Whatever that so even the, means. Yeah. Right? So, so they, they try to explain it, but they, they call in Cobra, it. who yeah. is uh, he's a, a police officer, but he's part of this. <laughs> sure. I'm he's not even part sure of this is. elite uh, squad within. I don't even know what fucking city this takes place in. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> it's a great it's question. California. It's, it's all definitely like in California. So. Uh, he's part of this elite squad called the Zombie Squad, which is never explained nor referred to. Nor in any context that they no. try to explain it. The what zombie makes any fuck sense. What does that mean? It makes no sense. You know, in the triple X version, we can't <laughs> wait for well, no. So apparently, in the tri- so apparently in the X-rated version of the movie, um, they took they took like apparently there's this scene inside a mortuary where I guess like one of the people were killed, and I guess she was like cut up and naked, and maybe that's where the nipple biting came in. <laughs> nipple chewing, Dave. Nipple no chewing? one's biting. Oh, yeah, chewing. Well, I mean, they're probably yeah. chewing. Chewing is far more sensual. That corpse was dead. Well, I mean, if it's a zombie squad, I can see there'd be a lot of chewing. Yeah, that could. Be, I mean, maybe he was just into mm. some like you know fucking dead people, like, and maybe that's why he was in there. You know, so he's, you're saying that he's into necro stuff. He could be into necro stuff. Okay, they could have edited that out. We're going in a weird direction. I was not prepared for, but you know what? I'm here. But I'm I'm not making that up. <laughs> this is the entertaining the comment content that you um, all tune in every week to i apologize and, ahead and, of time. They, and they, they apparently they took out a lot of like the other murders that happened in the in the movie too that they thought were a little bit too gruesome that they shot which is fascinating because you don't really see any actual murdering no, happening no 
Mm-mm. It's like but, off camera, but kind the, of. But the it's... but the head count in this movie apparently is like fifty four people dead, forty one by Cobra. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that because Listen. that Cobra he chokes. You know, okay. So there's a we're jumping ahead, but goddamn it, I have to bring it up because uh. I'm gonna forget. <laughs> so the scene where. Bridget Nielsen is walking out, and then she gets, you know, confronted by the killers. The new world, like, in the parking lot. fucking knows that. Yeah. And then the, the poor fucking security guard just gets fucking pancaked by the car. Yeah. I'm like, what? <clears throat> but why? Guy had no idea what was even happening. He just gets off the elevator. People are shooting. Yeah. And he gets <laughs> run over by a van. So... Uh, Cobra comes in, he sips some, some Coors Light, and then solves the problem. Shoots the guy, saves the day. Did you notice how he solved the problem? He shot the guy. He shot the guy. Yeah. But did you know how he got the got the, the got the jump on the guy? He came out of the freezer. He came out of like the freezer where like the meats and everything were being held. I don't know how he got into the freezer. I don't know. He was he he's was, a Cobra man. He was scooting around like he was scooting around. around. He's yeah. thrown. He like cracks open a Coors next to a gigantic Pepsi display. Throws the Coors can, the dude gets up and shoots it. That shit works in Splinter Cell on the Xbox 360. Ask me how I know. And then we're like, why is he wearing sunglasses? Yeah. Why does he have Indoors. a ma- Why does he have a match in his mouth? I don't why know. Why does he have a match in his mouth? I don't know. It'll There's pay, a pay off too. It'll pay off in 80 that, minutes. That, 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 I don't feel like that paid off in 80 minutes. <laughs> it paid off for me. It not, okay. It paid not, off. For that was me. not a good enough payoff for me for that to even happen. But like, you get this great dialogue in this movie, everybody. So Stallone There's comes, no good dialogue comes out of the meat freezer again. Those things typically have, like, one door. They don't usually have, like, a, a second. So I don't know how the fuck he's, like, snuck in there. But boom. Hey, surprise. Cobra. You never know. Cobra strikes. And um, how many times are you going to say as that? As many times as it comes show. up in this show as it really deems necessary. Um, and there's this great dialogue where he's, like, talking to the guy. And he's and the guy's like, I'm going to do it. I got a bomb. I'll blow it up, man. And then, you know, Stallone, Cobra, looks right at him and goes, go ahead. I don't shop here. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll show up here. Fucking hard. All right, just the- relax, amigo. You want to talk? We'll talk. I'm a sucker for a good conversation. Just I'm going to just be doing this the entire fucking <laughs> This is just, this is, this is. His dialogue is awful. This That's is, word for word. Yeah. This is the dialogue that this man wrote for this movie. Or at least said. And he has an Oscar for writing Rocky. Part of me feels like he never wrote Rocky. <laughs> He stole that shit from somebody. Because oh, the same motherfucker who wrote Rocky, and it was a great story, had the the audacity to write this bull. He did. He took he took his Beverly Hills cop and ran home. Well, he should have kept Ugh. that shit. Um, did you guys notice the uh, license plate on Cobra's car? Awesome 50. Awesome 50. I don't know so, what that means. That car was Stallone's real car in real life. No shit. Yeah. They made a stunt version of it. For the car chases and shit when it gets destroyed but that was his real car he wrote his own car into the movie i don't know if that's his real vanity license plate how, but i could see that it would be how does how does a man how do you have that car you bring your own car to a 25 million dollar movie from 1986 they spent it all on uh, that pistol that he keeps in his oh, belt with the cobra on it and uh the, the night slasher's knife both of those were custom made yeah. for this movie. did they ever call him night slasher I can't remember. I think at one point in the beginning, yeah, it was in the like the news. Department. The news yeah. people were calling him the Night Slasher. Yeah, the fucking Night Slasher. Yeah, right. We don't know what his real name is. Just Night Slasher. Shao Kahn. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Um, so you know, the, the 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 bad guy gets knifed and then shot. You know, puts the gun down, hits him with a knife. 
Sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. And then shoots him a few times. And then they come out and the reporters are all, did you have to use such unnecessary force? Very, like, today uh, to be writing that in, like, 1986. Yeah. And then, like, Stallone just walks over to the corpse. Tell his family. <laughs> Tell that to his family. It was the force unnecessary. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but the, the, the reporters were definitely on that crime scene real, real hard. Well, it's, you know, 1986 was probably the only... Yeah, that's uh, the news. Market, you know? That's the whole news. I, I, I really I really like that this movie takes place at Christmas time. Did you guys notice that? This movie takes place There was place a at tree Christmas. in the grocery store. You and your that was a Christmas the, movie. Listen, that was it. Listen. Does, it. does this count as a Christmas movie? No, no, no it check the boxes. It should. If you want... It does not... <laughs> the greatest Christmas movie of all bring time. Out the, bring out the Noah, bring die hard scorecard. Bring out your scorecard, <laughs> Noah. We're going to need you to go ahead and do a little bit of a synopsis on whether or not this is a Christmas movie. But it's a great example of why Die Hard is and this isn't. Um, because they just like, they, I think at some point in time, they're just like, we should remind people this is a Christmas movie by putting lights here. Or there's a sign say, hey, free coffee for Christmas or a Toys R Us commercial on his TV. When he goes into his house after ripping off the tank top of, of, of some probably gangbanger outside that he wrecked the dude's car. He really did. That's pretty ignorant. Yeah. I'm not, this is all like probably lives in his building and he he has to see him every day. They're fucking neighbors. And he's like, (laughs) he, he, they give Christmas cards to each other. Like, like. Also, who rips a shirt like that from the top down? He rips the top from the top down and then goes to like, clean yourself up. (laughs) This movie makes us, you know, okay. That's like. And then the next time we see him, that guy's like, hey, let me move my car for you. So you can park that. That's like having like golden shower play with a prostitute in a hotel room in like Memphis, Tennessee. And then after you're done pissing all over her or him, doesn't have to be a her, could be him. Um, and then you just throw a towel at him and go clean yourself up. So, nice wet work. Oddly specific. So, also available in the X-rated version of, <laughs> of this movie. So I wanted to wait until towards the end to have this, but I can't. I cannot contain myself any longer. So the, the whole time we're sitting there watching, everybody individually watches, and we all came to the same conclusion multiple times. The, the, the nerve of this fucking film. Why is this movie so fucking bad? Why is the dialogue so fucking It's bad? fucking absurd. Why is it so over the fucking top but not good at the same time? Why? Because we said it earlier. Rocky. Rocky 2. Rocky, Rocky 3. 3. Rocky fucking 4. First Blood. First Blood Part 2. Fucking Rhinestone. This man is a proven box office smash. Yeah. He was smelling his own shit for this film. He felt... He truly had to have felt that he could do anything he wanted. So how he, much? How much? Speaking of him doing what he wanted, how much cocaine did he have to do to lose all of his muscles the, from Rambo and Rocky, and co- just be like this thin ass guy with a head that looks a little bit like you're playing big head mode and Golden Eye? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really see that, but now I do. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like something's a little off. Like. This is Rocky, right? I mean, you guys watched this movie. You saw the budget was $25 million. And you think to yourself, where did the budget go? There were sex robots. Cocaine. Right? There were, oh, there were, oh, I God. assume those were sex robots. You know, well, likes this, his robots, This man. does come after Rocky IV. So it does kind of fit the progression of sex robots. But real quick, before we even get to that. So he he we, we get through the first murder, you know, and then for whatever reason, you know, Cobra's going home. There's no reason for Cobra to go home except to have an expositional point of plot detail from the from the news reporter on TV talking about what for some reason they could not have actually fucking talked about at the at the cop, you know, at the police station, but I digress. Um and he walks into the apartment 
and he opens the freezer door of his fridge and pulls out a fucking pizza and a carton of eggs. I'm not saying that I was on this Dave's movie. Dave's not making anything up. I'm not sitting no, here telling. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I was in for this movie prior to this happening. But at that point, every bit of credibility this movie had was right out the fucking window moving forward. Because I'm like, why is he bringing out a carton full of eggs? So, like, he brings it out, he opens it, and I'm like, oh, what's this thing in the carton? Because it's not eggs. It wasn't eggs. It was pizza. And he, it was one piece of pizza. One, and he fucking cuts, cuts the pizza. Pe- he cuts with it. With scissors. With scissors. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? And, like, like so he takes, it's, it's, it's like, I always had this joke with my friends, uh, this, this, when we were like fucking 20, we came up with these alter ego characters over at the Whitfield's house when we were drinking, right? And I always joked about this character that I had named Helmut von Launderfoot. And he came to the United States in a canoe that he shaved down from a much larger canoe. Okay. That's what Stallone did with this pizza. (laughs) It's one slice of pizza and he cuts like the front 25% of it off. And then starts to eat it like the fucker's not frozen solid because it's been in the freezer for God knows how long. That's such a weird scene. There's also no backstory. So he's like, I have this really nice S car. Uh, Apparently, the cops call me in on special projects if I need to fuck somebody up because I'm Cobra. Because they're not going to do it. They're not going to call me Marion because that's terrible. So call me Cobra. Uh, He lives in a fucking like studio apartment. Yeah. (laughs) With no context, like... What has this dude done with his life? Like, how did he get to this point? We get no context of None. any of that. None. We just get frozen pizza out of egg cartons. But so, so we got this egg carton, right? I'm like, oh, what's in the egg carton? I can't quite tell because it's not eggs. Because I thought it, I, there's a part of me that then wants to put a, a carton of eggs in somebody's freezer to see what happens. <laughs> not mine, because you know if they if they break open everything, I don't want that in my freezer. I want somebody else's freezer, right? Um, of course. But like, so I'm like, oh. So he opened up the carton of eggs, and I'm like, wait, is there, like, because there's, like, this weird, like, like rod or tube, and it's like, wait, is there, like, a dead fucking rat in there? Is he about to feed his cobra? Is that why he's called cobra? No. No. No one knows uh, why. If that happened, I, I just wrote a better introduction of cobra to this <laughs> yeah. movie than that. Yeah, I'm there like, are oh. no real cobras. His name's Cabretti to Cobra. Get it? Got it. It's dumb. It's fucking Good. dumb. <laughs> Um, but again, the fuck, as you said, Jones, the fucking nerve of this movie. Cause I'm like, did nobody on set, that's why I question, cause you said it was a script that was shit. And I was like, there's no fucking way a director was watching the monitor and said, yeah, pulling a carton of eggs out of a freezer is a totally logical thing for somebody to do. No, I, I always cut my pizza with fucking scissors. <laughs> In the front. Not even like, it was, guys, it's not, it's like. It's like if you saw somebody eat a hot dog like they were working on a typewriter. Instead of putting, like, the hot dog part in their mouth, they're going fucking side to side like they're eating <laughs> like corn, on a corn on a cob. Like it's fucking yes. corn on the cob. Yes. That's what it looked like when this dude fucking cuts a piece of pizza, a smaller piece from his, like, regular-sized piece. Like, it wasn't even, like, like like down the middle. It was, like, the fucking front. He just made a smaller a little s- slice. A smaller slice from this one slice. I just yeah. went to town on it. Like, yeah. was Cobra just, like... Was there just no money for Cobra? I'm convinced he wasn't actually a police officer. He just liked him. He just rationed portions of pizza. He was a murderer that they just liked. I'm telling you. We we want to kill somebody, but we don't want to do it because we're a cop. Let's bring him back and kill Cobra. What you got going on today, Cobra? (laughs) I got nothing going on today. Nothing going on today. Just murder. uh, So we meet uh, a bunch of different people. We meet... Uh, Cobra's partner, I guess. I don't know. The, Gonzalez. The, the, the supposedly elite group of just Sergeant Gonzalez. Yeah. yeah. 
Cobra um, and Gonzalez. Skin Gonzalez. Uh, and we meet Monty, who is, in my definition, the purest form of a pencil neck geek. Oh, man. <laughs> who just needs to get punched in the fucking mouth, man. The whole movie, like, please just knock him out. Please not. Monty needs to shut the fuck up. That paid off better than the match did in his mouth. Yeah. Listen, there was payoff for that, Dave. There was payoff for that. It all works out. So we see a lot of murders, and there's a lot of random murders in a short amount of time in this film. Now, mind you folks, this movie's less than an hour and a half long. This this podcast might be longer than it's the actual 100% movie. It's 100% going to be. Yeah. Um, and we get to... The best part of the whole movie to me is we meet the, uh, the model, Bridget Nielsen. Okay. Ingrid. 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 Very model Ingrid. names. Yeah. Yes. And she's modeling in front of these robots well so first she's do we see her see the murders first she does see yeah yeah, there, there yeah is she's the, driving in her jeep or whatever right so there's there's as they and said she sees it, the night slash right so yes. again the whole purpose of fucking cobra going back to his apartment is just so he could sit down and eat a really shitty piece of pizza and turn the tv on and again we got to be reminded it's christmas so there's a toys r us commercial fucking props to the tru um, and then we go into the newscast where they're talking about the Night Slasher and how they're just randomly, unassumingly picking victims at, you know, just the, for, that have no connection to them whatsoever. You know, an Asian person and an elderly couple and a child apparently that was raped first, which what the fuck the do we have to put that in there? The need for that context. There's no. Me up a so, it's, so, so the Night Slasher, which was we find everybody is not one person. There is a Night Slasher, but there's a whole bunch of other Night Slashers with axes. Um, apparently, they will kill and murder and just torture and do everything. But if it's a child, they're going to rape it first. What the f- actual fuck in this movie does that make any sense whatsoever? It's the 80s. The audacity of this fucking film. <laughs> Fuck these people. Like, Fuck that news reporter. So she, she Ingrid uh, sees the murder. She speeds off. She gets away. Well, because there was a murder. There was a murder being conducted. And then Bridget Nielsen drives by to see the murder. And see them like staging the murder. Yes. And they realize, oh, I, I so this is the only thing I can think of in this fucking movie. It's like, oh, she's seen my face. She has to die. Yes. Yeah. And 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 the and and this this again because I I still don't think this would have actually happened in the end suspending disbelief in this piece of fucking shit. Um get the license plate. <laughs> yes. Like there's no way you're not you, you haven't sped off fast enough that they're really going to catch your fucking plate. But no, Listen, they caught it perfectly. In 1986 people had really good eyesight. Yeah. They weren't staring at they weren't staring at phone screens and computer screens yeah, all day. That's, right. that's for damn sure. That's right. Did Cobra have a computer in his apartment? Because I think there he did. I thought there were monitors and a keyboard in there. I, I feel know. like you're making him way cooler than he was. No, go back and watch <laughs> that apartment scene again. You're gonna see some shit. No, you couldn't watch porn on computers in the eighties, so he definitely wouldn't have it. Well, <laughs> so not not to say that the, he didn't have a VHS the new, in there. The New World uh cult has uh, uh somebody on the inside of the police department, though whatever her name was, I can't remember, but she's like when what? Her name was Stock. How about okay. when uh, when Ingrid sees the murder being staged? Th- that cop is there, but like her hair is like all frazzled. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Like her makeup is all stupid looking. I'm like, why? Like that's you? Like after work, that's what you look like. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. What the, what the actual fuck? Like you gotta look like an asshole if you join the new world. Yeah. That was Officer Nancy Stock. Well, all right, S-T-A-L-K. Nancy. S T A L K. Did her job well. She was stalking. Nancy. So we have. 
We have poor Ingrid, who's not, she's a model, very pretty woman. Virginia Nielsen's an attractive lady, doing an entire photo shoot with sex robots, right? Which is definitely they're clearly sex, sex robots. robots aren't they? Yes. Yo, did you guys just pick up on how thirsty the photographer was? Oh. <laughs> Oh, he was oh, trying no. to fuck her in the parking garage. He is. Oh. He's like, he's like, you know. He's like, he's I'm like, not saying this will better your career, but it'll better my night. So let's just go fuck right now. He's like, he's like, you know, I don't want to marry you. I just want to fuck. <laughs> no? Like, okay, let's go to this dinner. This is for your benefit. And my dick. But, he, but, he, but then after she's like, no, no, I'm cool. Like, she's just like that casual. If it, no, no, I'm cool. It is. Uh, he's like, okay, let's start at score one. How about dinner? Yeah, he really he would not stop. He fucking goes at that. Yeah. So. In a, in a in a world, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my Noah Brown hat on for just a minute. Here. Oh no! Oh, oh yeah, can't wait. Right, you know for a fact that Cobra exists in the same universe as Rocky, because Bridget Nielsen <laughs> okay. is modeling the sex robots that Polly that 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 Polly got from Rocky. Like that is exactly where it's coming from. There's Connecting n- all the dots. All of the dots yeah. have been connected because again, this movie came was made right after Rocky Four. So whatever King Stallone was going through at this point with robot sex. It was weird because it was like, all right, it's like regular like take model shot, right? She's yeah. wearing a dress or whatever. Right. And then it's like, okay, she's wearing a little less. And it's like, oh, by the way, there's sex robots here now. Yeah. I'm like, this is and, so. In full on camel toe. This has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Fuck this movie. <laughs> nothing. Um. And, and we've got overlapping montages going on at this point, too. So, again, everybody, Stallone, king of the montage, really king of the montage. There is a montage after they leave the police department where we're going to shake some shit up. And then there's the photography montage going on basically at the same point in time right. as they're going through shaking people up. And it's the same four shots over and over again. Shaking people down. It's sh- Yeah, shaking people down. Shake them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll shake them up. <laughs> <laughs> no, shaking them down. Uh, and actually, you know what? I have it in my thing. Cobra gonna go shake some people down. So just, just said it wrong. Verbatim. Just verbatim. And just went ahead and said it wrong. Um, so, but like, it's just four overlapping shots of like these three buildings, a whole bunch of homeless people, a strip club, and then like them talking to some people. And it's just over and over and over again. And then we go to the sex robot montage. And then there's How many times the has no sex robot been set in this episode? This is the best part of the movie. It's, it, it's amazing. Aerobics instructor Bridget Nielsen again. Again, my note, definitely fuck those robots. Right? Or she was advertising for them. And again, this doesn't play out anywhere in the movie. Oh, no. It has no context. It has no fucking yep. context. You think, it, it, like, at the end of the movie, is a fucking army of sex robots going to come save Bridget Nielsen? It's definitely no. what I was thinking. No. Cobra is. No. You think with a $25 million budget, they would have at least, like, Mystery Science Theater 3000 those <laughs> robots into one of those shots. But no, they did not. So, we... Fuck those robots. So, uh, um, she did. Yeah. So, they, they find her, and they try to kill her. She gets away. Uh, she's the police uh, police uh, department. And I, I have a bone to pick with this, this scene. I have a bone to pick with many scenes in this movie, but this one really stood out to me. Stallone had a bone to pick with Bridget Nielsen. I bet he did. Um, and he picked it real good. Mm-hmm. So they're questioning her, if you recall, yeah. at, at, the, at the, the precinct. And like, yo, did, did anybody you have any problems with anybody? She goes, no. They're like, well, if you... Well, no, this wasn't the precinct. This is the hospital. Well, because difference. she like went into same shock difference. or something after the whole thing, right? So, so they're like, you have any problems with anybody? You any issues? Are you around people with drugs or alcohol? She's like, no, no, no. And I'm like... Wait a minute. Is a 
young, attractive model in most likely 1986 LA. And you mean to tell me you ain't around any fucking drugs? You're a goddamn liar. I'm just saying. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. And they're like, well, we got nothing to worry about, but let us eat this leftist leftover salad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because apparently both Cobra and Gonzalez don't get paid enough to eat. No. So they're like sharing her leftovers, yeah. like arguing over leftover it. That's why Cobra was cutting the pizza. Because he ain't got no fucking it's leftover he's, fucking hospital food. He's yeah, rationing the half It's out. They're like, yeah. oh, we're going to finish this. She's like, no, what bags. the fuck are you talking about? Why are you still wearing sunglasses? It's the middle of the night. <laughs> what a dickhead. So we get we, we get the working too hard, gotta make a living being played a second time. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the first time wasn't enough. We had, I mean, they, they obviously paid some money to Gloria Stefan and the Miami Sound Machine for, for that song. Um, and then we get another Pepsi logo, like outside, like in a big bright billboard. You know, Pepsi hopped on this Stallone wagon yeah, real hard. They got one of their coolers shot up in the grocery store. They did. And then they got in the billboard action. Yep, they absolutely did. Um, and then, you know, we see Christmas lights on some bushes when he's driving. Because, David is Christmas, man. Again, it's Christmas because, apparent, because apparently it's happening at Christmas. But again, there's absolutely no fucking Christmas whatsoever in this movie. Um, and then so she's she's in the hospital. And they, they're starting to realize that, like, all right, so some shit's going down with this girl. We got to give her some protection. And then, you know, Stallone's at home, right? He's, he's yes. in his house. Yeah, he's at home. Or no, he or he's at the station or he's doing, he's doing something where he's looking over like videos. Of he was at home. Yeah, he was, he was at, at home. home. Okay. And he's in, in his free time at home. He's just looking through mug shots and. Because he's fucking Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And uh, calls up Gonzalez. He is Bruce Wayne. He's not fucking Bruce Wayne. That'd be weird. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I mean, weird. he might be fucking Look, Bruce Wayne. Look, in the X version of this movie, that might have happened. are a weird time, man. Yeah. yeah, DC wasn't making Batman yet. <laughs> so, and this is a Warner Brothers movie. It is. So, this could be existing in the same universe. <laughs> Sex robots and fucking Bruce Wayne. Um. So, yes. So, Gonzalez, I think Gonzalez calls... He's at. He was at the hospital yeah. watching over. He was supposed but to then at the he hospital. was. He, and then he was called to yes. meet him at right. the station. Yeah. Which was a lie. It was right. all an a inside lie. job. So lie. then you see uh, because... Stallone sprint to the hospital. Right. Yeah. So Night Stalker is like, oh, she's seen my face, so I'll just dye my hair black and yeah. wear glasses. <laughs> I mean, listen, he, it could have pulled somebody he, somewhere. Murder, it, it, murders a janitor. It Clark steals his suit. It Clark Kent, like all over the place in that thing. Mm. Just put on glasses and change your hair. All I'm saying is, if you look at the size of the dude who is the Night Stalker, there are no janitors that size. No, no matter who you kill, their clothes are not going to fit yeah. you. No, you're right. But they're like, oh, this is awfully convenient. We wear the same size. That's cute. <laughs> now you're dead. And now I'm the janitor. <laughs> and the we janitor. know he killed the janitor because there's blood on his knife now where there wasn't mm. blood before. Yes. Custom knife. And he's stalking in the night. I love it too, like when he gets up into like the hospital ward because he like finds out like where she is. And like the nurse is like talking to the police officer and the police officer is like, should I do my job? No, you'll do it. Okay, cool. And uh, the nurse is like, wait, they're not supposed to be mopping up here at this hour. I'm going to go find out what's going on. You stay here, police officer. You hang out and watch the vitals. Yeah. (laughs) I'll go take care of this. Yeah. (laughs) That that worked out well. Uh, Yeah, it did not work out well for anybody involved. But going back to the knife, so that knife was custom made for this movie, and apparently Stallone worked with like some custom knife maker because he wanted something that would be super memorable in terms of 
weapons that are used in movies so that all people would always remember the night slasher knife from fucking you know cobra what? you're fucking dancing <laughs> this film how like you know again it's it's got to be I'm, I'm a proven commodity. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm fucking Rocky. I'm John fucking Rambo. Brother, no. Please stop. But it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. We're, we're in too deep now. We are. Like, I'm sure a lot of money, unnecessary money, went to development of that fucking prop blade that no one remembers. <laughs> if they spent more than $1,000 on making that knife, they overspent. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I've, I, I, I remember when I was working on... Um, I'm working on set on a on a big budget movie. I remember talking to one of the prop guys or anything, and talking about the budget and like what they're spending it on and stuff like that. Just kind of learn a little bit. And um, I'm like, well, why did you do it that way? He goes, because they gave us the budget to do it. I'm like, but what if you just didn't spend the budget and like at the end of the movie, you guys had more money to give back to the theater, like to the production company, like to Warner Brothers, whatever. Um, and he goes, yeah, but if we did that, then the next time we wanted the money, they wouldn't give it to us. So we have to spend the money on everything. On stupid like, we have to spend. That's fair. If you yeah. get $26 million to make a movie, spend every you're going to spend $374,000 on a fucking Night Stalker knife that only costs maybe 25 bucks yeah. to make. That you never actually see get stabbed into no. anyone on screen. All you see is like a, a, a light shining on it yes. every time they hold it up. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of those shots. It's always in the dark. Yeah, and it's always like, hey, look how this light reflects off this dope ass knife. Yeah, this dope, <laughs> this dope ass knife. <laughs> so, so the Night Stalker finds Ingrid yeah. in the hospital room, yeah. and and he ends up slashing the the the, the sheets. When she's a, not there. She's yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah, there's this very like, here's Johnny shining moment. Oh <laughs> yeah, stabbing through the door yeah. Oh, yeah. while she's in the bathroom. But but that's the thing. And so this was again, this movie's. Just makes no sense. This two hundred and thirty pound man, who's like full, fucking Shao Kahn, guys. He's a big this dude. Is, this is Shao Kahn. He's not a small guy. He's the leader of Outworld. Is throwing. <laughs> oh shit, Dave! Just put it out there, man. All right. He's the leader of Outworld. He's, yes. They, they've won nine contests in Mortal Kombat. Okay. They already won nine. They've already won nine. This will be the tenth. This is it, right? <laughs> so. Close. so Swinging that fucking axe, that mallet, right? Yo, let's, yo, let's put some respect on that movie's name. <laughs> that movie was better than this one. Yeah. Also available in the archives. Yes, has yes. a lot. Not Annihilation. We'll get to that eventually. Oh god, and it ain't gonna be good. <laughs> do we do, do we bring Jackie back on for that one? No, so she can defend it. No, oh god, no, no, because that's yes, like her favorite movie. She loves it. Maybe we should. We'll have to think about that. Maybe we should. So, so this 240-pound, you know, god sorcerer is throwing his body against the door, and it's not even fucking budging. Maybe he couldn't do it because he put on the janitor's glasses, which, uh, threw, which he doesn't wear glasses, yeah. so, like, he couldn't actually see what was happening. Yeah, he was actually, So like, he just, like, stabbing at shit. Yeah. But then this fucking knife just goes through the door like paper mache. Yep. Like it was nothing. And then all of a sudden, knife. he's able to punch through and, like, kick through the door and everything, and... You know, and, and 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 in a world I've never seen this before, where there's a shared bathroom in a hospital, like it's like like it's like a like yeah, that's except a, that's except a, on that, the other room they like they pushed all the yeah all the medical equipment medical against equipment it. against right. it, so it wasn't technically yeah. shared. And uh, so so yeah, she gets out as he's breaking in, and then she runs down the hall and she's like, sets off the get fire alarm sets off the fire alarm, and that's when Cobra comes in. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Do you think the sprinklers came on, which ran all the black out of his hair, which to. is why that's the only time he has black hair so. through the rest of the movie, even I, though the entire duration of the movie happens over like three days. Is he <laughs> is he bald in like the X Files and stuff too? When you no. see him, damn, because no. he's bald in Mortal Kombat. I was kind of hoping the scene where he's dying his hair that they didn't put the money into that and he did it wrong and like all of his hair fell out after <laughs> no, he's not and that was his cobra like souvenir from set you know we didn't take the knife home because we all know that was too goddamn yeah. expensive he looks exactly the same today just with like a comb over <laughs> so very, um he has a face like a knuckle like or like a fist his face is like a fist <laughs> i've always felt that way because about you want to punch face. it like, or it's, because no, it's, it's like it's like look at his it's just face. shaped You've weird seen, you watch yeah. just watch it's yes. like it's like his forehead like it's like bulges here 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 it's like it's like a fist sideways right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking visual for you <laughs> Shit. It's, it's a face like a fist that's sideways yes. i'm gonna oh god all right <laughs> I, I can't right now um so so they escape the hospital and they're back at the police department and for yes. whatever reason the 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 chief or chiefs are so fucking it's all mad. cobra's fault it's so they're so mad at cobra he wasn't like, even fucking there like you've crossed the goddamn line one too many times cobra <laughs> I, I wasn't there <laughs> See, she hit the You're fucking like, are you button. Are still mad about the fucking grocery store? Like, I'm sorry about like, what I what did. What damage did he didn't do any damage to the grocery store? Yeah, the, like the, this the isn't were already shot this up. isn't fucking bad boys where like Martin Lawrence and Will Smith have taken out two thirds of Miami <laughs> oh and God. fucking you know the chief is reading the ride act because they got to pay for all that shit. Joey no, Pants. Joey Pants. Yeah, we don't have Joey Pants. We're worried about here. We're talking about fourteen cantaloupes. A bag of peanuts and and clearly an artificial Christmas tree that oh, a body man. fell into that he didn't shoot. Yeah, what about the melons, man? He, Think about the melons. We saw the show. We saw the scene earlier when like like when Cobra was talking like the first police station scene when he walks into the shooting range and doesn't fucking miss the bullseye. Like we already established here, shooting the perp in the grocery store and at the gun range, Cobra don't miss. No, he does not. He does not. He ain't wasting any bullets here, right? So, and they're so mad at him. He's like, you do this one more goddamn time, Cobra, it's your ass. And like, I'm like, you called him. <laughs> I did call yeah. him. You gave him this job. Uh, yeah. Apparently you're not paying him because yeah. dude can't eat. But <laughs> you see, fucking called him for this. <laughs> not even in half. No. Like in quarters. Yeah. No. <laughs> He didn't break that shit up like it was the fucking food pyramid now. He just got it going horizontal. Yeah, that shit's going to last yeah. four yeah. more days. You think of that fucking $25 million budget, they couldn't afford one whole pizza? No. <laughs> nothing. So, yeah, they're, they're fucking jacked as hell at, at Cobra for reasons yeah. we don't know. We don't. Reasons. And he's like, yo, the best part is Cobra's like, well, let me take her out of fucking town. And they're like, no, fuck, that's still, what are we, well, and then they give us like, you know what, we'll just put him what's, Well, because great, what's great is Cobra's sitting there, he's like, you know what, guys, um, I, 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 I got a few things about the case I want to talk to you about. And he's not saying it this way, he's saying it very Stallone, but, you know, just for the sake of you can understand what's happening in the movie. Um, he goes, first, I don't think it's just one guy. I think there are multiple people involved here. God damn it, Cobra. They do not like, want to hear what, that. You, you coming up with these cockamamie schemes once again. <laughs> right? So, and then he goes, all right, so, okay, maybe that's a little too cockamamie for you. But, yes. Um, so I got another idea. Stop me if you heard this one. I think there's somebody on the inside. God 
Like, I swear it's like fucking in like the Key and Peel skit when it's the substitute principal. He's like, God, son of a bitch. Like, they're breaking the fucking clipboards over their legs metaphorically. They're just so point. mad. They're so mad. And he's just sitting there just like, well, I think that there's going to be some guys out there that are doing this as much as one night slasher. And I think there's somebody on the inside. And like, the for their fuck, they're holding the chief back. <laughs> he's going to fucking go. Like, hold me back. Yeah. It's the last time, Cobra. And then, after all that, he, like, manhandles Monty a little bit, because Monty's being a little bitch. Mm-hmm. And then they go, you know, let him take her out of fucking town. <laughs> They're like, yeah. it, gets, it gets us out of this fucking Cobra problem. <laughs> all right. Cobra problem. <laughs> Just let him go. Who's a part of the zombie squad of one person? I love it. Hey, Peretti, you know you have an attitude problem. Monty says that to him. He goes... Well, yeah, this, this is the one. <laughs> it does say Stallone. <laughs> and I'm like, and I and my note to that was just, man, Stallone wrote the fuck out of this. <laughs> no, you cannot convince me that Stallone wrote Rocky. Oh, he wrote this bullshit. Oh my god, like, like it's I... so laughably bad and and delivered even worse. And and then we catch everybody that Officer Stark is the person on the inside. So everything Cobra is saying to the police department true. is it's completely, completely true. true. And they're not even giving it an inkling of consideration no entertainment in this whatsoever. thing. None whatsoever. So now it becomes a road, tri- a road trip movie. Um, they go on the road. Yeah. And that's where Cobra and Ingrid fall in love. You're going to call her Marion. He's Marion. She's Ingrid. There we before go. Before we get to that, Let's remember that they're leaving the police department in the Cobra mobile, right? Awesome 50. And it's just Ingrid and Cobra. And then all of a sudden, they start getting chased. Oh, I forgot about the fucking chase. Don't forget about the chase. Because, as I said in the chase, fuck that hot dog stand. (laughs) Fuck that, well, as I said earlier, fuck that tank top. This movie's a lot. Fuck that door. They just, uh, there's a lot of fuck that going on in this, in this thing. And, you know, as as they're driving through and everything, and Cobra, clearly not knowing this shit's going to happen, but just happens to have a fully automatic machine gun in the Cobra Mobile that he'll just fire off shooting backwards. Yes. Can, can we talk about how unbothered he was the entire time? Yeah. It was like a Tuesday. Yeah. Not just, just another day for Cobra. Not just unbothered, but his prime fucking witness and the person he's assigned to protect is there. And everything he does in this car chase gives absolutely no fucking fucks about whether she's yep. going to survive this or not. <laughs> there is zero consideration to her safety in this thing. Because we fuck the parking garage. He goes off the second tier of a parking garage. <laughs> yep. that was and, drops, and drops at least 10 feet in that car. And that car doesn't even fucking budge. Nope. Right? Um, they just blow up gasoline trucks. Just because we, because we have it in the budget. This whole chase scene was very Mike Bayish. Oh my god! I, the whole listen, I felt it, he, Jones took off his glasses, I, dear look, listeners. I felt the Mike Bay like influence before it was an influence in the first ten seconds of this film because that the fucking sun infinite sunset they had going on. Yeah, and I'm like, my twilight hour. This mm-hmm. is like fucking Mike Bay all fucking over again. What the fuck's going on here? What and if the chase scene? What if Mike Bay watched Cobra and that's why he got into making movies? Oh Says shit! Says everything about that explains a lot about the movie about Ooh. himself as a creative mind. I said it and I'll say it again. He's not creative. No, he's not. No, he blows shit up. <clears throat> um, but yeah, and then you know because. 
not only just driving through gasoline trucks that have exploded and getting your car shot at a billion times and having no fucking fucks about your witness whatsoever, um, you're just going to go ahead and pull fucking Nas out of your car. Because he had that, like, that, that, the, the Nas shot. Yeah. In right? the 80s, nobody had fucking nitrous in their car. No, but he had nitrous in his but car. But he did. Right. Because which, he's awesome. Which apparently 50. was perfectly, it was in perfect order, even though he drove his car off a fucking ramp, out of a parking garage, and nothing, like that. I watched the Fast and the Furious first movie, right? Vin Diesel and Paul Walker had to walk home after the the, the, the gang shot up their car that had the Nas in it. Because as he goes, Nas! And like the thing just blows up in a blue explosion, right? Um, no, not in this fucking movie. Nope. No. Not in this movie. That car is driving perfectly, even though the whole fucking front end is broken on the tire. And he's like, I'm going to kick this up to 200. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how cars work. And he no. doesn't even look over at Ingrid in this and go, Yeah, you all right? Yeah, you all right? Yeah, all right. Doesn't even do that. No, he doesn't. No. He just casually looks around every so often when he's getting shot at. Yeah. Which was super annoying from just a, oh. like a... Just a pacing standpoint. He's driving and they're shooting at him, and like he's just just sunglasses on, just driving. And then they shoot, they hit the car. He turned back a little bit. He's far too casual about yeah. it. It's like, brother, they're trying to kill you. <laughs> like, you pretend like your life may be in danger. Yeah. At no point in this film, except for like maybe the ambush at the hotel, the motel. Maybe it's the only time he ever seems like he's a little worried about yeah. anything. The whole other time, he's aloof as a motherfucker. I feel like he's more worried because Gonzalez was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it just tells me there's something wrong with him. Gonzalez, you alright? You alright? Gonzalez, you alright? I don't know who that is, but I like it. <laughs> My Stallone is just slowly deteriorating. Is this, movie, is this movie kind of goes fucking on? Fucking course, man. <laughs> yeah. Kicking in. So, so they get to the point, it's like, well, the only way that she's going to be safe is we got to keep taking her upstate. So they just keep going tra- like further and further upstate. Yeah. Um, Makes we get, sense. We get, that, we get that weird, like... Like truck stop scene, like that yeah. little roadside. Where they're at the thing. fruit stand. Gonzalez is like, "Go tell him his name is this." Yeah. She's like, "Hey, Marion." What are we fucking third grade? Do you, we don't say that name anymore. Do you, do you know the biggest I'm fucking cobra? <laughs> like, like fucking Stallone is sitting there looking at a Philadelphia Phillies bobblehead, like yearningly, like he had some like wife and child somewhere that we just didn't know of. Well, right. Rocky. It is the same universe you said. I I think it is. I think there's like a tie-in. Um and like, you know, they're going up with Officer Stock. Officer Stock is the is the bitch with the crazy hair from earlier in the movie that now just She's the works. inside man. Yeah, she that's why she said get the license plate because she ran the license plate yes. at the station. At the station and found out where she lived and all the shit happened, right? So um so but she's always on the payphone. She's leaving tips, you know. And of course, in, in, in all of his great police work, you know, Cobra's just like, well, she's, on a, she's using her phone. You know, you didn't pay for it. She's going back on the pay phone. Uh, doesn't really think anything of it. But the biggest fucking part that I hated about this scene was that they're getting a fucking Coca-Cola and not a Pepsi. <laughs> like, we already established, we already established Pepsi as being like the fucking, as, as being they, the yeah. drink in this world. Yeah, they paid... But Coke's like, maybe we can get one in. Yeah, and they did. They got in. And I had a big problem with that. You don't see that very often. No. And they're like they're like, you know, well what what do we what do we do with this thing? What about the judge? Like, fuck the judge. Like, we're just gonna take her up north, right? 
And and yeah, there's this weird Nobody thing. Nobody even knows where up north is. No, it's just <laughs> up going. north. Um, so, you know, they're they're so they go in and they're going to go eat and they do the whole thing with the Mary the the the, you know, Marion Cobrari, Cabretti, Cabretti, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry um, about Truth is revealed. So they're in, like this little roadside thing. There's a jukebox not playing, so of course Cobra, fuck this jukebox, just hits it. And it starts working again because, you know, we're not going to not play music for Cobra. And then, like, she's got a thing of fries. Oh, Jesus Christ. The fucking ketchup, yeah. <laughs> the fucking ketchup this woman puts on these fries, <laughs> the, man. The look he gives her because she just keeps putting the fucking ketchup on. It's like, what is going on in this movie? Why is this even in the movie? And, you know, to be fair, they had chemistry. Probably because they were fucking in real life. <laughs> and this is not the first movie they worked on either, although they had no fucking scenes together in Rocky Four, really. A couple, but that's really it, right? right? Um, so yeah, so they're just sitting here and, and again, Cobra's not eating because Cobra can't afford to eat. We've established this. Yeah. He doesn't get paid by the actual Does not because he's not a cop. No, no. He's not getting paid by the hour. He's not even getting paid by the French fry. No. But Ingrid's getting paid by, he's eating all the French fries. So she shows, she starts putting some ketchup on these fries and everything. You're like, all right, you know, I see putting ketchup on, like, not like in a corner of the thing of fries where you just dip into it. Fucking like, everywhere. Right. Just fucking everywhere. And then she goes to eat the French fry, and there's no fucking ketchup on her hands. There's no ketchup on the French fry, like, and and it's like, Ingrid, it's like, first off, I think the ketchup was the blood of Cobra's enemies. That's the only thing that right I could kind of tie. It was probably Hunt's ketchup. It was definitely not ketchup. It was no, it was it was ketchup. Oh yeah, ketchup. <laughs> so, this is I think my favorite scene in the movie. This, this, you know, we, we get this, Eat, all the eating the fries. Oh, the, well, because of what happens during the fries, right? What's being said without being said over the French fries. So you'd think like we would have some type of, you know, food arrangement at this little, you know, dive stop kind of place where like something sexy would be going on. But no, she's just eating fucking French fries. Um, and then Ingrid's just like looking to Cobra and over, over her ketchupless French fries that she has in her hand. Even though she's still with the other hand pouring ketchup on the fucking fries. Cobra, do you ever fuck? And Cobra looks at her and just goes, well, you know, only if there's too much ketchup on my french fries. And then she just fucking double down, like, both hands on the french fries. Did you see at the end of that scene, like, the ketchup bottle was squeezed all the way fucking to the end? No. Like, no. it was caved in as she's holding this thing. And then Ingrid looks at like look back at Cobra and goes, "Yeah, you, if you've you got a lot of well, there's a lot of ketchup on my French fries, I'm gonna fucking pour all the ketchup on the French fries because I want to fuck, right?" Um, and then Ingrid, that's what, you, that's that's what it. you do. And then like Ingrid's like, "Well, I'm picking up what you're putting down." There's more fucking ketchup on the fries. It's just it the ketchup goes the entire scene. Yeah. She's pouring it on the whole fucking time. And meanwhile, she's just like, "Do you fuck Cobra?" And Cobra's like, well, no, I don't, I don't really fuck. You know. Just keep this matchstick in my mouth, you know? Um, I just want you to fucking do a table read of the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great... Of every oh, character. That would be such a bonus episode. Oh, shit. That'll be the next uh, Jesus Christ. Masterpath Theater. <laughs> that was... Ten times better than the actual fucking scene that we watched in stupid-ass movie. It's my favorite thing because, like, just Ugh. all of a sudden... You know, like her fucking, her hormones just kind of kick in. She goes, you know, 
You almost killed me like 14 times. You left me in the hospital to die. You sent me to the fucking hospital and left me with no protection. Um, you're sending me up north. Uh, I had a big fucking car chase where you gave no, like, like, cared about my own safety. But now that we're here at a road stand and I know that your name is... Marion. Marion. Do you fuck? For the listeners who've never seen this film, she's not actually saying that. No, she's not. <laughs> it's, no. It's, it's implied. But it's implied the, because oh, but of it, the ketchup, it's implied obviously. because of the ketchup. You know, I thought the ketchup represented the blood of Cobra's enemies, but now I just realize it's the fucking semen she's about to take all over her <laughs> oh. face in that motel room in a seedy place town of 123 people. Yeah. So the next scene, we get to the motel. Yeah. Because uh, we're taking her up state. Somewhere. Somewhere. For witness protection, but... Just we can't we, we can't afford food, let alone a hotel. So let's go to the motel, and we can't afford multiple rooms. Well, Gonzalez can get his own room, but yeah, well, uh, he's actually a police officer. He's getting paid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, Cobra and Ingrid are sharing a room, and so she's like tossing and turning because you know she almost died eight hundred times in the last thirty six hours. So she's tossing and turning. Meanwhile, Cobra apparently doesn't sleep. In addition to cutting pizza with scissors he also doesn't sleep and out of nowhere even though his car got destroyed he busts out this fucking fanny pack filled with grenades <laughs> fucking grenades <laughs> Jeez, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like why does he have fucking just, grenades he just set them on the table like yeah. it's no big deal and then he pulls out this machine gun that's in like eight pieces yeah i'm like you don't have a backpack like where the fuck did you get that from and she's like hey you see me eat that ketchup earlier <laughs> yeah put down those grenades let's fuck oh and he's like Ooh, i guess i guess i could fuck right now you know this case isn't solved yet or anything but i think it gets some time to fuck like he he goes outside too before he fucks he goes outside and like does like a little perimeter sweep and sees fucking officer stock at the fucking payphone again and at some point he's just not like you know there's somebody in the inside just just recruiting our, <laughs> recruiting our, our location. I don't know who it is. And then uh, this is officer. She's like, you're doing a good job, Cobra. He's like, well, thank you. Thank you. It's definitely not you because you just complimented me. So that's good. I'm glad you're on my side. And like, you know, like just just, you know, there, there's no connection of the wires here that, you know, stock is like doing anything until the next morning. We're like, oh, stock's gone. She's just gone. She's just gone. He's like, huh? <laughs> um, but anyway, so we so, don't get to see them. Fuck. No, we don't get to see. Them we fuck. just there's cut n- to the morning. No, Listen, no nipple biting at the, all. The titty chewing was implied. It happened. She was chewed well. <laughs> We, she we assume he yeah. kept the sunglasses on the whole oh, time. He never took them off. <laughs> oh fuck no, he didn't no. take them off. No, he didn't. Um, but yeah, so so you know they 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 get theirs because you know and again, what ha- fucking happens in Bad Boys, right? Taylioni gets uh, you know put in witness protection, and then she's sitting in the room with with Martin Lawrence, thinking that shit's Mike Lowry, and um, you know she's like, I want my nipples bit. Like she's ready to fuck. Shoot, Dave. Nipples chewed. Chewed. Yeah. I, you don't bite. That's too aggressive. You, it's I, I, I apologize it's to chewing. all of the ones in my life that I, I, I bit and not chewed. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't nom them enough, apparently. <laughs> just, nom, nom, nom. Explains, explains why a few things landed without a phone call. Oh, probably in that case, maybe. So my apologies if any of you are listening. Yeah. And if you are, what the fuck's the matter with so, you? We the, broke the, up years the, ago. Uh, <laughs> it's the, 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 the fucking audacity of this movie. So... It took like 30 minutes from for them to drive from like 
the station to the fucking ketchup joint to the motel. Yeah. So Stock calls the fucking cult. Right. And apparently it takes them eight days on fucking motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> because it goes from night to day to night to day. And they're still not there. No. They're, they're just not. outside and they're like, oh, it sounds like motorcycles. Well, it's funny that you say that because like I'm like, oh, this whole fucking thing's going to take place at night. This is going to be awesome. No. Broad fucking daylight, Broad folks. fucking daylight. <laughs> but then they're like, oh, final fight scenes are terrible in daylight. Let's go in this dark-ass building. That's a bad... So, wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. We'll wait, get wait. there. We, we, we have to be, make sure we give that the appropriate amount of time that it needs because there's a great fucking sequence of gunshot at the motel to gunshot at a fucking lemon grove to apparently a fucking steel mill all right next to each other in a town of 123 I, people. I got a question fucking for you guys. Lemon Grove, for God's <laughs> I got sakes. A, I got a serious question for you guys. Yeah. Have you ever been chased by a motorcycle gang while you're no. <laughs> while you're standing standing yeah with no support in the back of a pickup truck that is driving 90 miles per hour while you're shooting a machine gun and blowing up cars and motor- motorcycles along the way? My- because Cobra did it with no problem. <laughs> See, my note to that it's was, true. my note to that was Cobra. Fuck cover and vehicular safety. He's <laughs> just fucking standing He's just there. Just standing there. Nothing. Okay, so I, I came to a conclusion towards the end, where I wrote, "This movie is an actual fucking video game." Because <laughs> lo- no bits of logic exist here. Zero. Well, like what? The whole that whole sequence: the yeah. shootout at the motel, the shootout in the back of the truck, no. and the. Where do the bullets come? Where do he? Where does he get his bullets? No, because at some point he has to run out, do you and know, he never does. Do you know how many times a gun is cocked in this fucking movie? Zero. No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, did I watch the wrong version of the movie again? Because I swear, I swear, if you play a drinking game to this movie, every time somebody like with a shotgun or pulls the thing back on a sniper rifle or anything, and you said it's a fucking video game. I, my note because they had that sniper who just couldn't fucking hit Cobra. <laughs> oh, he's the worst. I just said this is the worst sniper ever. It's basically like me waiting too long to pull a trigger while playing Call of Duty. It's like <laughs> Although, I'm waiting for the headshot and they fucking move. Best part of the whole fucking film was that one shot where like the like the camera quick scoped. Yeah, I I was like that's actually fucking creative. Yeah, yeah. see it, then somebody then earned then their paycheck then today. Then see, it gets interesting at this point in time in the movie because you know as I said how you know you said it was the writing, I said it was the directing. Um, some of the shots actually start to look kind of okay now. Like, before, leading up to this movie, this thing looks like the, the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, no way anybody professional made this. And meanwhile, it's the guy who directed one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. So I got a place to blame somewhere else. Rambo 2. First Blood Part 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Leviathan? Maybe. It's not a bad movie. Hmm. Oh, Tombstone, motherfucker. Tombstone. You know that. I know it's Tombstone. I know. Um, but, like... There's some shots here that start to look kind of cinematic. Like, the movie starts... It's like, you know, let's not take all the budget and put it on cocaine. Let's just go ahead and use some of it to actually make a movie. So it's like they kind of learned something. It's almost like they took, like, a four-week break and somebody read a book. And then <laughs> and then the rest of the movie kind of came. But okay. the stunts and, like, the firefighting and the motorcycles and the explosions are like, if you watched a movie about people making a movie in Hollywood and you saw like the most ridiculous stunts being done, like Tropic Thunder in the beginning, that's what was going on in this movie, but for real. <laughs> right? Okay. And the whole time, like as they're escaping the motel, I'm like, because like Gonzalez is 
motel room gets caught on fire. Yeah, they throw uh, some Molotov like, cocktails. I was in like, did they just leave him in there? Like, you're not going to help him get out of the fire? Well, and we find out that he's okay. Because well, at one point, Cobra was looking for him. Yeah. He was he trying shot. to get to him. He got there was, shot, yeah. There was, there was too much gunfire, so we had to leave Gonzalez to <laughs> his like, own devices. He's like, you figure it out, bro. You're going to bleed out, that's fine. Yeah. I'm going to drive my my awesome 50, whatever kind of car that was, off a five-story parking garage and not give two fucks about my witness. But, you know, when Gonzalez is in a, when his motel room is on fire... Fuck my witness. Where are you, Gonzalez? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love when it all starts when he's like, oh, stock, she's gone. <laughs> like I like how your Stallone has just become some country bumpkin. I don't know where I don't know where it's, it's fucking called. awesome. There's gonna be 17 versions of Stallone it. in this thing when people listen back to it. So we get to the steel mill. Out of out of nowhere. Random. Random. The steel mill is like an RKO comes out of nowhere out of nowhere so so the best fucking scene the best line of dialogue happens in the steel mill because at this point cobretti has murdered a lot of people in self-defense to be fair you know they are shooting at they're trying to kill him in his witness but he's murdered a lot of people he lights a motherfucker on fire he does which i thought was really Kicks. funny actually <laughs> randomly in the middle of a steel mill there's a fucking barrel of gasoline and that Yep. Matchbook, match, match in his mouth. Paid off, Finally, finally paid, paid off. off. But, but like, but I'm just saying, if you're storing the gasoline somewhere, maybe the middle of a steel mill is not the place where you want to have that barrel. Also, I've never worked in a steel mill. It's the middle of the day. It is. And like, all the shit's like turned on There's in this steel mill. There's no employees. There's not one single employee. Like, why is there fucking magma like, everywhere? At least, at least in Terminator 2, they like showed you turning shit on. Right? right? Yeah. But no. Um, you say the, the the payoff was the match. Well, no. The best line of dialogue. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Is the scene where he's he's taking on the Night Slasher. And they're having this moment. And the Night Slasher's like, yo. It was in this moment that we learned that the Night Slasher could talk. Tell me about it. My, my favorite thing, I, I wrote this note just kind of Pig. with Gears Jones, is that Cobra did one thing very right in this movie, is they really limited Brian Thompson to almost no dialogue. I said, watch Mortal Kombat 2 and you're going to understand why this worked. And then all of a sudden, pig! In three minutes, he called him so a pig eight times. He's like, yo, you're not going to kill me. You gotta take me in. Yeah, you're the good, you're the good guy. <laughs> he's like, yo, he's like standing there. You gotta take. You're a cop. You're one of the good guys. And you're like, you just myself, saw me fucking burn a guy alive, right there. I just let that some bitch on fire. What do you think I'm gonna do to you? But the best. <clears throat> Hold on, let's fucking do this. You wanna go to hell, huh, pig? You wanna go to hell with me? It doesn't matter, does it? We are the hunters. We kill the weak so the strong survive. You can't stop the new world. Your filthy society will never get rid of people like us. It's breeding them. We are the future. And at that point, we find out what, what? what the, the whole movie is about. What yes. the fucking cult is. We find out that it actually is a fucking cult. Yeah. We find out that there actually is a fucking name. We find out what the fucking motive is. And here's a spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen. It's at the last fucking ten minutes of the fucking film. You know what? You know what's really great about that entire interchange? I'm like, you won't shoot pig. You won't murder pig? I'm like, have you seen any of this movie? <laughs> yes, man, been murdering yeah. people left and right. Oh, and I'm just, I'm like, I'm sitting there, like, waiting. I'm like, fucking, like, 
Indiana Jones, this motherfucker, Stallone, just pull out the Cobra pistol, put fucking four bullets in him, and, but no. No, he did the most Cobra thing possible. Oh my God. Apparently, he lifts this dude who's twice his size up, hooks him back first onto a fucking hook, so it goes straight through his body. What steel mill has fucking meat hooks going through it? while While it's moving, and then he just watches him as he gets incinerated alive. Yeah, so... All right, let's let's paint the picture here about the steel mill real quick. All right, first off, why is there a steel mill next to a lemon grove in the middle of a town of 123 people? The numbers just don't add up to this entire thing whatsoever, okay? In somewhere, California? San Ramos. Nobody knows. There's a sign. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and, and, and the sign, it's under, the population's under 200 because I made note of that and I'm like, okay. Because as the motorcycle gang goes into San Ramos, you see 17 townspeople running. So they most fucking, of the townspeople. They shot, they go and fucking kill the sheriff. If there's 200 people, 100 of those would work in the steel mill. At least. The size right. of that fucking building. Of course, right? So, in the steel mill, look, all right, we live in Pittsburgh, okay? Some people we know work in steel mills, right? I am fairly confident that there are no meat hooks in steel mills. I wouldn't say that was a meat hook. It was a fucking. It was a hook. It, it was, was it, it was meat hookish. What were they hooking on it? Other things. Night what? slashers. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. They're they're getting all their shell cons lined up. <laughs> so so they walk into this. There won't fucking... be an eleventh tournament. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Damn it! Damn um, it, Jeff! <laughs> so like. So, so they're in the steel mill, and there's three bad people that pursue them into the steel mill. It's it's Ingrid and it's Cobra, and then the the, the a the, shitty the, sniper, the sniper, the really shitty sniper, and then Stocks in there, and then the Night Slashers in there. So presumably the three that were in the van at the beginning part of the movie. I didn't really go back and pay any attention because why the fuck would I do that to myself? Um, but in the steel mill, there's a whole series of meat hooks that are just going, and I'm like, well, that's gonna pay off later, more so than that motherfucking match. <laughs> I mean, um, we got to see a dude burn alive. We did. Twice. Although in that moment, like, so he catches dude on fire and Ingrid is right there. Yeah. And she like watches him and like, I'm like, okay, she's going to be like, I just saw you fucking murder another person, but this time via fire, like fucking Kane. Yes. <laughs> she's like, I should probably not hang around with you. No. And like, no. She's like, I'm going to leave on a fucking motorcycle that you stole in 10 minutes, just, and we're going to fuck again. Just like, <laughs> it's going to be great. It's just like in Highlander. He murdered that ass the night before. He can't yeah. get away from that afterwards. No. It's true. No. Got his um, own meat hook. Oh. <laughs> hey. hey. Um, but why the fuck in it? Let's say this is a steel mill, because there's molten something going on in this place, right? That may, Maybe that's why they made the knife. Maybe that's like this is they made it. Maybe Stallone's like, you know, this would be a great place for climax for a movie. At this point, I can't fucking understand what to say. At this point, that's it's unintelligible. Whole, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. It's fucking I, great. I, I could that hear the you whole before. So, now you're just making that noises. That was the whole soliloquy at the beginning of the movie. No, it's like maybe this would be a good place to go ahead and have a climax of a movie. Um this is a good place for a knife. Now I'm going to put some meat hooks in it and an incinerator for no apparent reason. Because if it's a fucking steel mill, why do they have an incinerator? Why wouldn't they? It's not even enclosed. It's to, it's, it's incinerate steel. Yeah. It looks like you're and in the, people. It looks like you're in the middle of a fucking car wash and it's going to spray fucking soap all over your car maybe as you're driving through it. Maybe it's not a steel it. mill. Maybe it's it's a, maybe, maybe, it, maybe it's a forge of some sort. 
a, a place where they forge metals. Yeah, but if you can't put like metals that are forged on a fucking hook because it's just gonna like melt. It's not. Like... Well, they're not. I feel like. I feel like you're overthinking it. I feel like whatever <laughs> I feel like wait, whatever they put on the hook is it goes going into in? the incinerator and then gets melted. I feel like I've put way too much more thought into this movie than they did mm-hmm. writing it. Yeah. I apologize, guys. I'm sorry. Is, let, me, let, me, let me work it back a little bit here. Also, the you're still, if you did. Also, your Stallone is better than Stallone Stallone. <laughs> but, like, yeah, the, you're right. The incinerator for no reason. So, leading up to this, we've seen people getting shot off motorcycles, people getting lit on fire... Um, Shao Kahn's put on a meat hook and then right when they go to incinerate him they just do like the blind like fire shots you can't see him getting burned you I'm just like, know he's getting burned but I'm like why are you doing this like this is the last murder in the movie like why now yeah at this yeah, point don't hold why, back are you, at this why point. are you holding back yeah Wait, some dude got thrown off of Stallone's apartment building like 17 stories in a two story apartment building <laughs> Earlier it's in this movie, very true, which made no damn sense. No. Yeah, he fell for a long he ass fell time. For a long time in a really funny way too. And Stallone went off one flight of stairs. This is a beach. There's no hill there. So at the end of the day, the movie ends. The night slasher's dead. Uh, there will be titty chewing like no one's business later on as they ride off into the sunset. Monty gets knocked in the, into the fucking mush by uh, Cobra. Thank God. Gonzalez is safe. Yep. Uh, and, and 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 as usual. Uh, Cobra is unbothered. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll see you at the hospital. Bye. I gotta go chew some titties. <laughs> the, the, no, the, the chief is like, is there anything we can do? We're, we're forever in your debt. Oh he's my like, God, that line. He's like, can you fix my car? And they're <laughs> no. like, they're like, absolutely not. Well, we don't have the money. The we don't have the money <laughs> for that. <laughs> they're wide walk away. You, and he's, he's like, a... okay, well, I murdered a dude, so I'm stealing his motorcycle. He, he fucking literally looks at Cobra and goes... You think we have, I don't have the money to pay you to eat food. You think I have the money to fix your car? But on the flip side of that, Cobra, thank you very much. You killed everybody. Great job. Everything's forgiven. No hard feelings, Cobra. Yeah, fuck this movie. And then what does Cobra do? Cobra, as that hand gets extended to Cobra, no hard feelings. Cobra, in a, in a move of unity... And you'd, uh, in a move of bringing the zombie squad into the other police division, takes that man's hand and shakes it. Like in the last episode, when Undertaker in the montage extended his hand to Kane. The initial points of the Brothers Destruction. Cobra extends his head to the chief, shakes that hand, and then does what, Herb Jones? I don't know. He knocks that motherfucker out. Knocks him the fuck out. Like well, no, straight no, up no, Rocky no, uppercut. No. Monty's not a chief. He's, I don't Well, whoever the fuck he was. He's just a fucking pencil neck geek yeah. is what he is. He was asking right. for it, and he got it. Knocks him the fuck out. But with, with the other hand that was being used for the handshake. So he's still shaking his hand as he punches the pencil neck Monty in the face and is holding him up by the hand like, no, it's rare. Now we're square as I punch you square in the jaw. And, I'm like, and, I'm, and, and I get my final note in, in a moment of disbelief because, again, why not in this fucking movie? I'm like, there's no way that dude's standing. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he put his no body way. weight into it. Yeah. So Rocky put 14 body shots into the Night Slasher like this was fucking Ivan Drago and Rocky IV. He did, I, didn't he? If you go ahead and I want to take the side by side and overlay the like the like the <laughs> round 14 in Rocky IV and the 16 seconds that he's fighting the Night Slasher without a knife or a gun or a grenade or whatever else he had on his person at that point in time, um, and just see if they line up, you know, in terms of uh, 
in terms of the uh, if they sink. You know? So, okay. Now we've talked about the movie. Now here's 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 what I think about it. <laughs> Please and share. Just end the episode right now. <laughs> so okay, I, I, this, it, I've, I had a really hard time trying to articulate this because I got the vibe and I kept going, "Is it just me? Am I making this up in my head?" The movie plays like a 1930s detective film. Did you guys get that vibe at all? Not in terms of like the action. None of Not the, really. None no. of the superfluous shit. No, no, no. The the bones of it. Like the things that go on in it. Like the detectives and they, they meet up on top of a rooftop of a, garage, a police garage to discuss their next move. The car that he's driving. The way he's just going around just knocking people, shaking people up. <laughs> or shaking them down. Like that's very... Cagney type of detective work. I don't know how old the story is, but I feel like it's a probably a pretty old story. Chances like it came are. from that. And the vibe There's a lot of, of influences it. there. And it, it, but they took a story that maybe took place potentially in a in an old like a, a, a time you know years ago, and they popped it in in 1985, 1986, and like just think of it that way. Like the, the absurd. Yeah, I could things. see that. Like the the, the lack of uh, uh, of trust or um. Acknowledgement of the rules that Cobra exists in doesn't make any fucking sense in 1986, but like old detective movies from you know 1942, you know the main character was walking and just yeah. punch somebody like, in the fucking face yeah. out of nowhere and Fuck get into system. it with another detective yeah. and not get fucking fired. Like I feel like that's the vibe. The whole fucking I'm like this feels like this is supposed to have taken place in a different time t- time frame, and I think that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, what do you think, Dave? I didn't think of that while I was watching it, but looking back now, like yeah, that, that definitely things. makes sense. Yeah, like he's, there's little like nuance type th- type things that make like, it fit into that. Like the character, he's playing this tortured, lonely, very weird detective guy who is just antisocial, will get physical with you out of nowhere, but has the respect of people instantly based on his lack of respect of a yeah personal yeah and the weird thing is there's no context to any of that no. like we're not given any backstory to make you feel one way or the other about him you're just like this is fucking weird it's weird the story's weird but i again i could i could see it kind of fitting in a different decade altogether even if it was like the 50s or the 60s yeah. or something so that's kind of how what i if i want to be analytical about this film that's the that's my breakdown of it and finally as it's been episodes and episodes and episodes and months uh, since my wife watched this episode with this this, this sh- uh, movie with me, I have to bring back the alley rating scale, the arse system. The arse. Mm. Uh, and she gave it a one out of five. And the only quote I said, well, what did you think of it exactly? She goes, one is the lowest I can give it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, that tells everything I need to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Right. What, el- what else do you need? So, um... I was trying to see if I could find when the book was published, just to see if it can lend some some credence to that. It definitely, I would say, like for me, because so, it was the 1950 car that they were using in that, it has like a Dick it Tracy. Has a vi- yeah, it has it a Dick has Tracy vibe, vibe to it, right? To it. Um, but that was I, just his car. <clears throat> true. It's his real car. Yeah. This is I, very true. I did not find um, that. Um, I did find uh, two things here um, that I think are very interesting. Uh, as we kind of put start to put a bow on this, um, Brian Thompson, Shao Kahn, yep. the Night Slasher, um, had to buy his own ticket to see the film himself personally. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
He was not invited to the film's premiere by the mm. film's producers and Warner Brothers, which still mystifies him to this day. I right? got a little misty eyed from that. <laughs> That's ignorant. Mm. <clears throat> um. So, uh, here's the other one here. The film had a different ending. The original ending of the film was supposed to take place in Lake Piru in, uh, I think it's Ojai, California, or Ouija, I'm not sure, I'm probably not pronouncing that right. Sorry to anybody from there, Uh, that's my ignorance. Uh, Where Cobra has a confrontation with Monty, in which he rips off his shirt. (laughs) What? (laughs) And reveals a satanic tattoo on his chest revealing that Monty was the leader of the New Order all along. No shit. Which explains why the Night Stalker and Nancy, who was also on the LAPD, had information on all the victims and were always one step ahead of Cabretti and his partner as the whereabouts of Ingrid all the time. More shit. Fucking Monty Monty. was supposed to be... They were going to Jar Jar Binks this before the Jar Jar Binks conspiracy happened that he was the emperor all along. They were going to do that. And they didn't do it. It's probably for the best. There, and here's one more note. Um, there was supposed to be a sequel to this. Well, and thank there goodness that did not happen. And they didn't. Um, yeah, the sequel just never materialized. Thank God for that. So that's our review of fucking Cobra. Um, uh, so it's it's everything you would expect from a terrible, terrible, terrible 80s action flick. Uh, classic 80s action tropes that you'd expect from films. Classic 80s soundtrack. Sexy saxophone. Oh, it had sexy uh, I was saxophone. telling Mac uh, before we started recording. So the original song that they wrote for Cobra as the theme song it's called The Touch, which is the song that is the theme song for the Transformers 80s cartoon movie. Oh. Uh, it was originally written that's for... Weird. It was originally written for Cobra, and as they were editing, they heard the song that's in the, the current opening overplaying in another room, and Stallone's like, I like that better. So they just had this song, in there, and they were making Transformers at the same time. No uh, shit. So, so it got defaulted. Okay. Uh, to that that's interesting trivia um what a weird fucking movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. remember when we used to re- talk about good movies and then now we're talking like about shitty week, movies again ago. yeah <laughs> uh we'll get back to that eventually but there's so many shit fucking movies that we can talk about too but there, there's a, there's a lot of fun in talking about these shitty ones uh and stallone did not disappoint Speaking of shitty movies, speaking speaking of shitty movies, speaking of nipple chewing, Mm. right? That gets your attention, right? I looked up for that. Yeah, dear sweet listener, that that, that perked you up a little bit. I found one thing about the book. The movie was based on a novel, Fair Game, by Paula Gosling. In 1995, a movie was also now made again off the novel called Fair Game, Starring William Baldwin and Cindy Crawford, which, if you do remember, there was some nipple chewing in that movie. If you do, if you did see it, and I don't think it was Cindy Crawford's actual nipple. I think they brought in like a nipple a double. Stunt nipple. It was a Sometimes stunt nipple. Stunt nipples for chewing. Yeah. So, um, 
but yeah, so that that's the only thing I can really find about the book itself. But um, what a what a fucking shit show. Um, I go back to what I said before: the audacity of this fucking film. Uh, it's not good. There's a reason why I've never seen it. There's a reason why pretty much almost no one I've ever I know has ever has ever seen it, and it's gonna stay there. But you know what else though? We had a good time. Oh, definitely. I I, I laughed more about this shit than I thought I was going to laugh. There's there's a part of me that I hope somebody takes the episode of this podcast and puts on Cobra, and mutes Cobra, and just plays <laughs> our commentary <laughs> yes, as we go through that. it. Yeah, yes. you you might enjoy the movie a little bit better. Yeah, you I might. So. What, what I hope is someone's going to listen to this and then go watch Cobra and be like, you know what? They were right. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well thanks everybody for joining us um we will be back next week with we're not really sure what yet but we'll figure something. that out it'll yep. be yep. something i don't yep. know what but we've got a lot on the list still that we have to uh, march through we got all sorts of movies and video games and tv shows and, and 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 movies to check and talk about and wrestling pay-per-views to talk about so we'll be back yep we appreciate you all listening uh we'll see you again next week signing off i'm gonna try to do this without choking this time <clears throat> it's more fun when you choke. Oh. Oh. Hey yo. <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> <laughs>